0: hello there guys it's friday you know what that means new podcast episode i don't even know where to start a weird week the way things were shot especially on friday the way things were shot real like quick scenes it was just just odd to me like one minute you see nina in the hospital bed and the next minute she's walking into Britt's office um well she's in the hospital with sasha she's walking into Britt's office and then you see Sunny real quick like you were the woman in my dreams and then they cut that. So I don't know, just weird scenes. I don't know if it was due to certain things, but um you know, anywho. I don't even know where to start. Um I didn't do the best with organizing my notes. So we're just going to have to go through the week, which I'm sure you guys don't mind either. Um Martin and Laura are at this quote-unquote undisclosed undisclosed location, which seems a little, you know, (laughs) quainty, very nice looking. Um, Obviously, we know Cyrus sent that woman, right? I could be wrong, but who else would want to kill them in my opinion? Um, Martin definitely looked like he lost some weight there. Um, I guess his time away from GH, he was taking time on him. I love that they got the whole, they got to bonding. I love that they started throwing the L word out there. This is what Martin wanted. and He didn't, not in this fashion, but it's what he got. Um, Michael and Drew reunite. And I just, I didn't know they were that close. I guess when they thought he was Jason, but I didn't know they were that close. But he also finds out about Jason, which is really sad. um, When him and Willow come back from, the thanksgiving day parade they find out a lot of things they find out about jason they find out about drew and then they find out about the bailey chase um the brooklyn chase bailey situation which kind of parallels um her and michael's situation so they can't be that mad which we'll get into that because michael kind of disappointed me michael and will disappointed me a little bit um But we'll also parallel similar situations when Drew talks about Maxie to them and saying how his situation with Maxie are the same. And I don't know why, but I do see uh, Drew and Maxie rising. Um, Victor comes to the Cassidyne estate, um, just kind of flirting with Ava, if you will. I, I I see a pairing there eventually. I I love their I love both actors and I and I think they would work well together. Cause Ava, when she's Cassidyning, she has some sort of like, I don't know, English accent. She has a weird accent when she's with Cassidyne. And then when she's like bantering with Carly or Chit Chat with Nina, she does not have that accent. So a little weird to me. Um, but I like Victor's banter with Ava, Victor's banter with Nicholas about possibly offing Hayden. He definitely offed Hayden's mom. Offing Hayden, I don't know yet, but it seems like that. So I don't know if they were telling the viewers like, all right, Hayden's done. She ain't coming back. That's it. I don't know if they were working for her to come back and it just, in real life, it couldn't happen. So that was kind of their, they kind of ended it there. Not sure. Speaking of banter, the Sunny and Britt banter, totally here for it. Love it. I just think that, you know, Britt even said, like, the, you know, I hear there's, there's like, a softer side of you. And Sunny's like, yeah, I heard a few people tell me I've changed. And listen, anything to keep him away from Nina. I mean, as much as I want him with Carly, there's... I just have this thing against Nina that I don't even want Nina to be happy with nobody. Especially not Sunny. So if it takes Britt and Sunny <laughs> to start something... Do not care, just kidding, but I'd rather that than him and Nina. Um, but I hope they do like, I hope she kind of you know becomes part of the Corinthos clan. You know, there she's become really, really good friends with Carly, and I hope that you know she becomes even better friends with Sunny and that they invite her to the house and so forth. So I love it. They both talk about their similar experience when it comes to the Jarley portrayal um really Britt was the one who got hurt more than anything you know what I mean like she was the one that was quote-unquote alive and falling for Jason and then he ends up just marrying Carly where Sonny didn't really have any idea what was going on at the time when it was happening so you know Anyway, let's segue into the whole Carly-Nina-Peter situation. Um, I wonder if Peter really was even about to spill. You know, if he was just doing that to taunt Carly. And and if he really does have pictures, which we'll get into. But I'm curious. I'm so curious. But, um, you know, obviously Carly's not stupid. She could tell Nina doesn't want him saying anything. But then... um. Nina's like, well, you know, he's a liar. You know, he's smug. You know, he ain't S-H-I-T. So why would you believe anything he says? And Carly ain't really got no time to believe anything he says. You know, he's mad at what he said about Jason. So she smacked him, which we know Carly smacks way harder than that. But it was her man. So she was giving him a break. But um, then, which I don't understand, they ride on the elevator together and they keep the bigger and keep the arguing. And then here comes Sonny. Well, Sonny and Britt were coming around the corner. And then Carly and Sonny get into their little tiff. And here goes Nina with her smug look again her pitbull, pouty, smug look. Just not here for it. But um, Carly's right. Like what Nina didn't tell the truth about Peter because she was trying to keep a secret. And it, just a whole ripple effect of damage happened. which say what you want it is at the end of the day it's her fault this could have been prevented this could have been ended and she keeps telling everybody oh he threatened james you could care less you you cared more about the secret you were keeping than whatever he was threatening you about james that's just what that is um but she what i feel bad is that you know after nina leaves carly and sunny kind of get into it and she's like, you can't defend that. Please tell me you can't defend that. And I feel bad because she shouldn't even be asking Sonny, don't defend that. He needs to automatically just like, do you know what I mean? Like as much as he quote unquote maybe cares for Nina, whatever the heck you want to say, when Carly goes out, her Sonny needs to go at her every single time on site. So I'm just, I don't know. I just, I don't get that. I really don't. And I love Carson arguing. I really do. We, kind of, we don't see a lot of it. Obviously, we'll get into like the end of the week, but we don't see a lot of it. But there it is. I mean, it, it came out. He straight up said like, you know, she's like, my, my suffering or my grieving is no different than when I grieve for you. And Sunny's like, exactly. Your hubby. I was your husband. And he got a point. Sorry, he got a point there. We got some sort of underlying feelings from Sunny there. And, you know, Michael comes to the hospital. He talks to Carly. He still kind of has hope, which is sad, cute, but sad. But who doesn't have hope? Jason came back twice. Sonny was deemed dead, came back. Like, who? Drew came back. At this point, who doesn't have hope, you know? Um, And then Nina, again, he goes to the chapel. He tells Nina straight up, like, you can't text me. Next time you text me, I just can't. You crazy. And <laughs> it's just it was so triggering because like ugh, dudes are just trifling. Anyway, I don't like that he told Nina she wasn't responsible. Like that's your that was your best friend. That was your ride or die. Like Say what you want about the love that the newfound love, Carly and Jason. Um not the newfound love, but the love that they rekindled. Say what you want. He put his whole Life out there, and risk his whole entire life for twenty plus years for you and your family and now you want to tell me that Nina's not at fault. Why are you not as mad? You know, but again, Nina just instead of letting him go and be on his merry way, she had to like remind him of the love they quote unquote shared, which is like, who cares? Who cares if you don't want to cause any friction for him and the family if you really feel bad about what happened. But the last thing you need to do is confess your love or or talk about how you you don't regret it. How do you not regret everything, all the negative stuff that came into play because of your lies? Then, which I find really interesting as they're talking, is, first of all, Nina talks about her lies were trapping her, and I just think that was her manipulating Sunny, like, bye, girl. But what I found interesting is... He kind of breaks down and cracks a little in front of Nina about missing his friend and getting vulnerable about Jason, which he, I don't think he does in front of Carly. Again, I don't know if it's because he wants to let Carly have her moment or he still has like this weird underlying feeling, but you see him really, he becomes weak and vulnerable in front of Nina in regards to Jason. And I just, I find that very odd like why can't him and Carly share that moment together in regards to Jason kind of didn't understand that um and uh, I just think he gets mad okay leaves has a quick um chat with her goes back to checking on Carly you know of course they had to throw in they're like nothing's the same nothing's the same anymore everything's so hard yada 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 and then he leaves to see Peter, which he could have told Carly he was going to see Peter. I didn't see like why would she worry? The last thing she's worried about is Peter in a cell and Sonny going to visit him. It wasn't about even keeping the secret about Nixon Falls. it was more about like, yo, he killed my best friend i'm gonna let me go I'm gonna go have a little chat with him and Carly would have been okay with that. She would have been on the board on board with that, so I didn't like that. He couldn't tell her that you know what I mean. Then you have Epiphany talking to Carly. Carly kind of breaking down. She's a little mad, obviously, that he left. And then she kind of goes on her merry way and breaks down in front of the vending machine. And Epiphany is basically like, "It's okay. You could break down. You could cry. I know you miss him." And she basically tells Carly and reminds Carly that like he loved you. You were everything to him. He was happy. You were happy. And just started spewing all these things. How you know you could have done no wrong yada 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 and basically reminds Carly that Jason loves you like Sonny don't don't cut it (laughs) the way Jason did and I'm like yo Epiphany I like you but stop it cut it out mind your business you could have just been like sorry for your loss and went on your merry way I know she has a more emotional person relationship with all three of them Sonny Carly and Jason but She could have kept it hush-hush there. We didn't need that. We didn't need all these reminders about how Jason loves Carly more than Sonny, okay? Um, And again, you know, Michael and Carly still kind of grieving him and talking about little, I don't know, like Michael when he was ice skating. She did say the three of them. And I low-key kind of, if I go back, because I have gone back, you know, you kind of remember the times, the Christmas times when it was like little Michael and Sonny, Carly and Jason. So I thought that was like really cute what was phenomenal to me was Maxie going to see Peter the acting the emotion the yelling the screaming the all that first of all was awesome but peter is so delusional like i i would when you think about everything that maxie went through and all the terror that rained on maxie because of peter I don't even know how she sleeps that night. I honestly, in real life, if it was real life, I wouldn't even be able to put a smile on my face. I'd be curled up in a ball for over a year for what he put her through. So she's a strong girl, you know, woman, actually. And all that kind of came out, that came out months ago in the hospital. And then it came out today. And even then, I'd be shook the way he's smiling at her and just convinced that he's going to get her back and get his daughter back. All that, like, Honestly, truly, I just, he's sick and he plays it so well. I've said this, like as much as we can't stand Peter, he plays it so well. And I don't, like Austin told Maxie, like there's some sort of confidence he has. And that's scary. That is really scary. That's a true narcissist, like a true manipulating psychopath narcissist. And she had to let him know, like you're you are just, you You lost me, you lost your daughter, choke on it. And just like the way Mac was behind there watching. And I think obviously in the scene, they have him in the window, but I just think like in real life, he was probably like just so like, wow. And taken back by the performance. Cause it was just, and on both ends, as much as we can't stand Peter, he didn't like to hear any of that too. But um, I, I love me some Maxie. She's just, just she's really grown as a character, as just, as a woman. And just, just in general, just her evolution from a young kid who was always bickering and trying to steal someone's man man. and, you know, such a vain cocky girl who used to work at Crimson to just, just like woman of three who's just fighting to live her best life. And you got this cycle path, just weighing her down, hopefully not no more but I loved every bit of that. And I love the confidence that she has when she approaches Sunny in the hospital, like, hi, hi, how you doing? Sorry about Jason, but uh, you're going to handle this, right? You're going to clean up this mess for me, right? And the, like, she was the, making demands to Sunny, like, no, this is what you're going to do. And this is why you're going to do it. I know it's too soon, but he offed your friend amongst other people. And, you know, just said, he's like, if you want to get all my good signs, like, don't throw Jason in my face. But, you know, she needs to like, this is what he needed to hear. It's what he needed to hear. And obviously, whatever she said, you know, rang bells for him. And we'll talk about it later. But obviously, he makes arrangements. But she's that scared that she was making, like, she was barking orders at the mob boss of Port Charles. Totally here for that. But sidebar, Peter acted like he has Louise. I was cracking up like are you kidding me Maxi definitely has the last laugh definitely knew he was bluffing and when somebody makes a mistake like that and makes a lie like that when you know you lied that's when you give them power that's when you realize you got all the power But anyway, Tuesday we get the teenage, well, not the teens anymore, not the kids, the young adults, if that's what you want to call them. But it was cute seeing Spence and Joss in the gym and, you know, Joss kind of confiding in him about like, I just need to punch something. I'm just so sad and upset. And him being there for her and understanding the importance of Jason's loss for her and the Carintos family. And, you know, the little banter they have about Esme, like she is not here for Esme, but... She, uh, you know, she's here to go on this trip and kind of see what Esme is all about and make sure that like, like she says, we're going to find who Esme is. And I think she's going to show herself, show her ass, if you will. So I'm totally here to see how Joss plays that off. She is Carly's daughter. So she's totally, totally going to get that off. Um, I didn't like the Cam, Trina, Esme scenes. It was good, but I just didn't like how Esme tried to make Trina feel like the fifth wheel or make her feel somewhat uncomfortable Trina held her own I love it her face acting is great and she held her own she was like I'm busy try not to be so rude like Jocelyn's a lot more rude to Esme rightfully so but Trina tries not to be I think she really does respect Spencer but um Trina, like, at the end of that scene, Trina seemed a little, like, all right, we'll do it. She doesn't want to back down and kind of cowered out in front of Esme, but she's not here for that either. That has to be uncomfortable. And when Esme tries to bring up her and Cam, and she's like, oh, that was nothing. I'm cool with it. Uh, we made a mutual decision that it's going to be nothing, and Joss and him are best friends, or and my best friends, and I'm cool with it. Like, don't even start that. But uh, she gets under her skin a little bit, but as May will not prevail, and it's all gonna come tumbling down on her at Sunny's cabin. So we shall see. Um, but there's a lot going on there. She talks about being an orphan, but then talks about having a trust. So was she adopted? Little confusing, but we'll definitely find more. Uh find out more there. Um I on Twitter, everyone's like, oh my gosh, Joss and Joss and Spence have like such a brother-sister relationship as it should be. <sighs> Mm. I mean, I'm here for Spence and Trina, but Joss and uh, Spence look really good on screen together. FYI. All right. So we see great Gladys and Carly seeds, And, you know, she's just here for her, hugging her. Gladys is just like wants to be there for her grandkid and starts thinking about like, is this karma for everything I've done? And Carly tries to tell her no, even though I feel like Carly wants to tell her the opposite. But... um. You know, but then she becomes Gladys again on her BS. Like, that name Liam, though, seriously, why they call him Liam? I'm going to call him Mikey. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call him Mikey. And his first word is going to be grandma. And Carly's, like, trying to keep it all in, trying not to tell her off, just kind of like the rest of us who watch her, just, like, nodding and, like, okay, I'm just going to, like, indulge in your BS for right now. But I, I think we should need to ask Brandon and Sasha what they want their son to be called. But, um... It was cute. Like I really loved everything about it. I guess she didn't know the the true, true, like really, really, the death of what's wrong with Liam. So Sasha and Brando had to like tell her, which was a little sad and heartbreaking. But the fact that she already called them like the minute they started talking about it, she already started calling him Mikey. Disrespectful, but funny. But the way Sasha was looking at. Carly, like when she walked up and the way she was looking at Carly, it, to me, it looked like she didn't want Gladys there. Or is it more about damn, she don't really know what's going on? So I wasn't really sure, but it was good, good family scenes, really good family scenes. I think we'll see Gladys at a Corinthos family Christmas again this year. Little weird that they asked Willow and Michael to be Liam's godparents. Couldn't be me, but I get it. They're good people, they'll guide him in the right way um Michael was Wiley's godfather until he was his father so you know I guess this is his first real god kid and the way he protected Wiley not really knowing it was his kid obviously we see how much he's going to protect and be there and love Liam hopefully (laughs) um little weird but cute I get it it's a good story at the end of the day Sasha and Willow had some angst but I could see them being decent friends but like At the end of the day, like, your ex got with your cousin. So, Brando and Michael, I guess, got over it. Because that'd be a little weird for me. But, again, they picked... If the situation wasn't the situation, they did pick two good people. So, I'm happy for it. Not to be mean, but I could totally have done without um, more Laura and Martin scenes. (laughs) But I guess we needed the whole scene of that girl trying to kill them. Um, Their witness, witness protection cop was really nice, you know. I just, I guess that's how it works. Like, do you have a guard 24 7 or do they just change your alias and just move you into a whole nother part of the country? Like, if somebody knows, like, comment uh, here and let me know or on IG and let me know. I'm just curious. I know some things are for optics and are fake for TV, but I just wonder if you do have 24 7 guards or do they think just changing your alias is enough? Um, You know, Laura gets one of Victor and she wants to go back to Port Charles. I don't blame her. Either way, I'm in danger. But now that Sonny's back, you know, maybe I won't be in that much danger. So we'll see. Um, Thank God, you know, that girl didn't get the best of them. Laura came out swinging, talking about batter up. But um, I hope this, you know, kind of leads their leads, paves the way for them to go back to Port Charles. And I want to see Laura with the Cassidyne family again. Helena's coming back. Um, That's, this isn't spoilers, that's all over the media now. So, curious to see what happens and then what Martin's place is in all this. Is he going to be part of the storyline Cassonite family with them? Or is he going to be in other storylines? Or is Cyrus coming back? Who knows? We see, real quick, Maxie talking to Austin. Um, All of a sudden, they're friends again. I think she got scared when Peter brought his name up. Uh, She got scared and... Went to go see him and pay basically warned them, like, you made yourself an enemy now, be careful. So she's just not fair to him. One minute she doesn't like him. The man, next minute she's cool. One minute she doesn't like him. The next minute she's cool again. Totally not fair. Like I hope at this point it's just a genuine friendship, nothing more. And he acknowledges that. Like it seems like he really does care about her. Um I think he's gonna find out that Louise or Bailey is Peter's daughter, aka Bloodwork that was taken. Um, early in the week, or late last week, but um, I do believe he has a dangerous streak to him. I do believe he will kill Peter if he has to, and he will be able to protect Maxie, and I don't think he's really scared of Peter, so we'll see what happens. Uh, hopefully, nobody has anything to worry about in regards to Peter, but we'll see what happens. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's Maxie Drew or Maxie Austin or if it's just Maxie single living her best life. I, I'm not sure, but a little confused here i totally forgot to mention the whole willow running into or listening in on Nina and Sunny's conversation and realizing that they had um romantic involvement in Nixon Falls but i guess this segues into the conversation they have at the hospital and like okay First of all, the way that Nina tried to act like Willow didn't hear the right thing and oh you must have like miscommunicated what you heard and then goes right in like, all right, tell me what you hear. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? Like don't try to play it off now. And I just I don't like Willow trying to act like she got an attitude, acting like she's mean. It's just not something I care for. I mean, I don't mind anybody coming for Nina. I just feel like, one, you're not one to talk. And I know you lied and manipulated, and it is way different than when Nina did. I'm not defending Nina, but I feel like Nina does have a point. This family has suffered enough. If it's going to come from anybody, it definitely don't need to come from you, Willow. You know, like... But she does have a point. (laughs) Like... When she says, like, at the end of the day, like, you don't owe any, you don't owe Carly anything, but Sunny does. What the heck, you know, like the lying and the cheating. You think that's good for a marriage, even though little girl don't get involved in people's marriages and people's relationship. However, she does make a point, but she don't realize what she has ahead when it comes to Michael. Like he's firm. Like he told her the whole Nina and Brad thing is not a gray area. It's black and white. Will doesn't see it that way, obviously, but uh, we realized that you know Willow kind of keeps it a secret, and it's it's not a secret that should be itching at her, honestly, that doesn't really affect her except now that she knows, but I guess when it- once it comes out, she might have to admit like, oh, I knew that, so we'll see how that plays out, but uh, I like neat I like Cynthia Wachos' acting where she she seems to play a very good, convincing role in making sure like Willow don't open her mouth. So we'll see, but um it was crazy. It it was for all for for out of everyone to find out, of course it's Willow, but we'll see what happens in the weeks to come. Obviously, we know this week she keeps it a secret. Um and then when Michael says, you know, why are you trying to defend Brad and Nina so so much? Like I know you and Brad were friends, but like you and Nina, like why are you defending her? Is she defend like is she starting to feel bad because of Nina falling for Sonny? Or does she think it's just better for all involved if everyone kind of drops their wrath or their um grudge towards Nina? I don't know. That was weird to me. Speaking of not spilling tea, Peter is ready to spill all the tea <laughs> about Nixon Falls if Sonny gets him killed. I think he's bluffing. Just like he's bluffing about knowing where Louise is, is the same way he's bluffing about taking a picture and having Sonny and Nina kissing on the cloud and all that. And good for Sonny. Good for Sonny who says, like, oh, you think I'm gonna let you hold Nixon Falls over me? Like, eventually it's gonna come out. It's gonna come out on my time. But if it doesn't, that's, trust me, ain't nobody worried about that coming from you. But you know, he's kind of shook. <laughs> but um, that was good scenes. That was such good scenes. Sonny walking in in the long trench fur collar coat, here for it, real mobbed there, sitting down, uh, kind of laughing at him and just letting him know like it's going to happen when you don't see it coming. And let me tell you, it, it's, that's my promise to you. And just like saying how I enjoy my little girls. I enjoy loving my family. My family loving me back. And you don't have that. You don't get none of that, (laughs) PETA. And Peter's like yelling and screaming like, oh, you got room to talk? You got room to talk? Yeah, they're both flawed characters. But, you know, there is a code that Sonny honors and lives by or used to. I don't know now. But, you know, Peter ain't no, like, they not the same people. Peter is just a sociopath psychotic narcissist murderer like sonny's not killing people for the fun of it like peter you know what i mean but um there were no traces of mike in these scenes the scenes with him and miss Wu. the scenes with him and peter there was no traces of mike he was my boss sonny and he was out for blood and um Man, such good seeds. between the both of them. Wes Ramsey did 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 well too. Like when he's yelling, and when Sunny was like, "Your daughter's lost or dead," and he yelled at Sunny, and Sunny's like, "Well, wherever she is, she's she's best away from you." And how true is that? Like that's the sad truth. Whether she's dead or she's not around, or she's not or she's lost, whatever the case is, she's not in your company, and that's best for her. So. That's got to be a gut punch to the stomach, especially for somebody who's so egotistical and swears, like he just swears the best of himself. That definitely had to be a gut punch, but such great scenes. Uh, Okay, so Thursday starts off with Carly facetiming Avery, which I know we needed that scene because we needed the viewers to see another casualty in, in a Carson breakup like hi mama Carly love you mama Carly see you when you get home um we needed that because just like we needed to see Donna last week it's just another casualty once things go left between them and I think that's why we got that um and then Sonny not being home yet and I mean Carly not going home yet and Michael saying like are you avoiding being home like what's up with you and dad you know, and she's like, no, trust me, we're not on the same page, but things are gonna be good. It's always gonna be good. And then Miss Wu walking up, I'm jumping, but the, you know, Miss Wu chatting with Carly and just, you know, showing, telling her sorry for Jason. And again, another reminder of, you know, it's so sad. You guys seem happy. He was a good person. But Miss Wu is like a G. Like, she is a G. What she's wearing, how she walks, how she talks, like, What she is a diva, female version of a hustler. (laughs) Like she is it. Um, she's the moment. I'm sorry, she is the moment. But um, you know, she goes to Brit. Miss Wu goes to Brit, and it's kind of like I know your friends. I thought I thought the same thing. Like I thought Brit, I thought she was coming at Brit. Like, you know, you're not you're not good friends to Brad. When's the last time you visited him? And really, it's like you're not a good influence. And I'm just like, how? Because she's associated with. Jason, because she's had some, she's made some bad decisions, so now she's not a good influence on Brad. Like, are you kidding me? You're not a good influence on um, Brad. You're my boss, Miss Wu. If anyone needs to stay with, it's you. So I didn't understand that, but you know, just another person that Britt loses in all of this. Not for anyone's fault at this point. It's just Miss Wu trying to make sure Brad has a nice, clean. Fresh start, but ugh, I don't know. It made me sad for Britt, but um, you know. And then she walks back through the hospital, talking, and sees like Michael and Carly, and Michael's like not hit for the BS. Michael's like standing up, standing his ground. Like, I'm sorry to hear that. I respect what you got going on, with my dad, but uh, yeah, not happening. <laughs> like, I'm gonna do what I have to do to protect my family. Then she goes to visit Sunny. No, Sunny asked Miss Wu to come visit him. And basically, it was like, can you off Peter for me, please? Thank you. Appreciate it. Like, it can't come for me. Um, the feds are on my, they're tracking every, every move of mine. And I didn't know that. Like, first of all, he wasn't running, running the mob for nine months and he comes back because he had amnesia and now you're tracking his every move. Like, that's, that's a little weird to me, honestly, but okay, whatever. Um, and she's just like, yeah, I'll do that for you as long as you, let's have this conversation again. How can you make sure Brad gets off? And he's like, all right, I'll have my, po- my, my guy on the parole board uh, speak up on behalf of Brad. That drew a line in the sand for me. That for me was Sonny versus Michael. Sonny versus Michael Carly, maybe, unless he lets Carly in on it. Because I think at the end of the day, that's, not, that's, a fair, <laughs> that's a fair trade. Like, kill Peter, and I'll help you get Brad home. And I think at the end of the day, who do we want home more? Rider Peter. So, um, Carly should understand that. Michael won't understand that. But at the end of the day, uh, again, Peter out, in my opinion. But real quick, we go back to like Michael and Carly talking about Carly and Sunny basically, how she's like, we thought we were going to be on the same page. That's not how it happened. And. Michael's like, well, I could fix all this. Once Nina's back in jail, this will all be fixed. But Michael also, Michael's a grown adult who saw how much love there was between Carly and Jason at the wedding. So he has to understand this isn't just about Nina. He has to understand this is about the whole Jason thing too. And the fact that Carly doesn't have that conversation with him or he doesn't acknowledge that to me is a little weird. For him to be so in tune about everything else is just a little odd. And, you know, you live with someone and you bicker with them and you're not on the same page with them. But at the end of the day, that's your spouse. You have to go home. So Carly kind of avoiding it and then we'll get into it. But like the next morning, like leaving before he wakes up is a little weird to me, a little odd. Like Carly's not that type of coward. So I'm a little shocked that happened. But, um, you know, we're going to we're going to go ahead and segue right into Liesel and Scott whatever they're cute they're funny it brings good comic relief but most importantly Liesl had no idea about Nina's lie like how I mean we're talking on what we're going on three months now and, and Liesl had no idea that Nina knew about Sunny I guess oh you know she was not Crete <laughs> she was lost she was not Crete then she's in the hospital so I guess nobody brought it up but Nina's more mad about how it affected Brit, obviously, right. I get that versus how it affected Sunny and Carly. She's like, they had their own trans- transgressions. They're not true tellers, so you're fine. And then she finds out, obviously, that Mike is Sunny. And I think in Liesel's warped weird mind, she's like, well, if my if my Britta couldn't have Jason, I'm gonna make sure that Nina could have Sonny. So that's weird. But the both of them could the Pope, the both of them. Scott and Lisa will help Nina kind of like, okay, you need to speak all about this affair. You need to bring up this affair because this is going to help you get out of all this mess. And, you know, her kind of trying to tap into Nina's bad side, like, it's wrong what you did. Apologize to Brit, screw the Corinthos clan, and remember who the F you are. (laughs) And I'm just like, and you see Nina like nodding and... Nina's just bad news bears all around. I'm sorry. I'm just, I can't deal. I'm not here for it. Um, You see on Thursday how short Brit is with Nina really quick and obviously shows how aggravated and mad she is. Obviously we see on Friday that she's like, I'm not going to like point figures. I'm not going to start like blaming you for everything. Obviously, I hate that you didn't tell the truth. I hate that it affected my relationship with Jason moving forward, but I'm not going to do that to you. Let's just be cousins. Let's be there for each other and let's try to forget about this. It kind of felt like like she would, like, even Nina was like asking Britt about, I mean, asking Lisa like, go ahead, give it to me, yell at me. And then going to Britt like, go ahead, give it to me, yell at me. It's like, she would almost feel better if someone just went off on her because Carly going off on her just isn't good enough. I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. And then you have Ava and Nick at the at the house in a nice little slow, quiet evening, drinking their scotch and you know Ava kind of being scared like this is what I married into, like this is what <laughs> this is what we have to deal with, like you guys either unite to kill people or kill each other, kind of thing. I don't know if I'm here for that, and if I'm gonna be here for that, I need to be in the know, I need to know it all, so I could be stronger rather rather than weaker and not knowing and then she knows like then she we know that she knows that he was the one who arranged for Hayden shooting and then it was all about I know you didn't tell me to protect me and whatever screw it it was long ago what do I care (laughs) she's so selfish um but she's a Cassidyne and I think I said this last week like I'm excited to see her and Helena face off like I'm totally here for that Can I just say, disclaimer, I'm going to end Thursday on this note, Ava has got the best rock engagement ring, whatever you want to call that, on all of GH. I don't know if because I like a solid emerald rock, but she has the best ring on all of GH. I'm sorry. I love Carly and Sunny. That ring has been through hell and back, but Ava's like solid single emerald rock. I'm here for it. Love it. So we get some sweet Carly and Sunny moments at the Metro Court. No one's there. Um, you know, he's like, damn, I wanted to say good morning and then Miss Boo shows up early as hell, which I didn't understand. Um, I think that was a little chat they were having. I think they were it was both all decoy while Peter was eating poison. But um you know, he goes on to tell Carly, like, I think we gotta talk about like replacing Jason and Carly's like, Oh hell no. But then in the same sentence, she's like, No, hell no. Like you're you're really not the same person who came back from Nixon Falls if all of a sudden you think Jason's replaceable. And that's not what Sonny said. He just said, for the business, just like you guys had to get married and move on and attempt to maybe not replace me, but someone else in power to stand up for the family, we gotta do the same for Jason in his memory because we care that much for us and our family. And that's what that's what needs to happen. Like they're in the same position that Carly and Jason were when they thought Sonny was dead. Period. You know, it doesn't have to be emotional. I mean, business comes first. The end. Um, I mean that happened pretty quick. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, it took hella months for them to uh, you know, for Sonny to for Carly to you know, claim her stakes as the leader of the Corinthos clan temporarily before. But it's only been two weeks since Jason died and they're over here like, oh, we got to figure something out. Um, Which leads me to think who will be, I guess, the enforcer now, who will help handle, or who will help Sunny handle the business. You know, it ain't going to be Carly. She's not going to be an enforcer. He's totally old school. He don't want her know parts of the business. He appreciates it and he says it like, thank you for no. anyone understands it. It's me, you, and Jason. Thank you but, um, ain't going to be you. (laughs) So we'll see what happens. Um, Miss Boo makes a comment to Carly, like you misunderstood me. I, you know, we need to talk about, you know, how, you know, we have to just figure out this thing for Jason, you know, really to make sure you and the family are safe. So we'll see what that means. I'm not really sure what that means, but, um, you know, he just tells her, I missed you. I love you. And Carly's like, I want you to. He's like, you know, I don't know if I told you, but I want you, Mrs. Corinthos. And she's like, I want you and only you. And they have their little moment. There was no one in the restaurant. I thought they're about to get it on. I thought like the last few scenes was going to be like dramatic music while they're getting it on. And Peter's choking on his food. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that, but I was wrong. Um, But I think we could all agree if it wasn't for Anna's nosy ass walking in, I think that Sonny would have started telling Carly, but he like, he always got to start with, you know, I love you, right? You are the one of my dreams, right? Like all I want is to get back to my family, right? And then like, just going for the kill. Like how many times are you going to repeat yourself? Just be like, yo, me and Nina had something. Sorry. Let's let us get into it. Let's talk about it. Instead, he just, it's such a slow build. And then he keeps getting interrupted every time by Anna of all people who I'm already, I'm already disappointed with because she wants to go and try to help and save Peter. Like, are you kidding me? What is your fixation with him? Why do you have any hope with him? Why do you have any trust in him? Just freaking kill him already. Like, you know he's not going to try to give up Maxie because he's psycho. You know he's not going to try to, definitely not going to give up his rights to Louise because he's, Louise, because he's psycho. Like, what was the point of that scene? What was the point of that visit? Um, We could have done without an animal. We could have done with someone else visiting him. But not Ann over here trying to help him. So disappointed. Just don't understand that. And I'm pissed because, like, let's—we don't really know for sure. I'm hoping Peter's done and off, but all that negotiating with Miss Boo for nothing because I don't think Peter's really gonna be dead. <laughs> so Sunny's really gonna choke on it. No pun intended. Um, then we go. Let's jump over to. Chase, Willow, Michael, Brooklyn, like, I could do without those scenes. But, like, Willow and Michael need to back off. Don't try just to feel better about you going around your back, you going behind Chase's back and cheating on him. Now, for you, you need to make yourself feel better by coming for Chase about thinking he's lying about being Brooklyn's dad or that he's had one night, allegedly had one night stand with Brooklyn. Like, stop it. One night stand after everyone was already broken up does not amount to all the nights you had behind Chase's back so cut it out such a reach not here for it so stupid I did like Willow trying to like have Michael back off of Brad though like I said before um we 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 could do without it we could do without him being at the courtroom and all that but I guess it's just gonna obviously he's gonna be there he's gonna see one of Sonny's guys stepped in on brad's behalf and it's just gonna cause a lot of drama there so (sighs) I guess that's why we had those scenes love 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 Lucy visiting Sasha you know what I love is that Sasha really has a lot of people rallying around her supporting her a lot of strong women too on top of that who aren't even her mother so I love it you have you know Lucy you have Maxie you have Brit you have Carly I hate to say this but you have Nina like you know, and then you have all the guys like TJ supporting Brando, which I loved. I thought he was going to get down and on his knees and pray with Brando, but that didn't happen. But I love that he's like, all right, let's forget what happened. Like, I see a lot of these people surrounding and being here for Sasha. Like, I know you need a bro and they hash it out. And it's just such a nice, genuine, like real man moment. I'm always here for like real men moment. And I'm just here for Brando all in all. He's just being a true man through and through, through all of this. And I could totally appreciate it and I love it. Um, I was legit about to door dash gummy bears because they look so good and I love me some gummy bears. (laughs) But um, I think that's it this week, guys. I think I covered most of it, if not all of it. Um, Is Peter done? Let's hope, please. But let's see what happens next week. Um, Like I said, unfortunately, I'm not going to have a new pod I have a lot of things going on, but I will be posting little things here and there on my IG at Sunny Carly GH. So check those out. I like to, um, you know, post recaps and stuff like that to kind of. Mm-hmm. There you'll kind of see my thoughts and opinions on things that happen briefly. Um, I like I said I will have some content, some pre-recorded content for you guys. Just obviously nothing up to date. Um, I'll start this back up again on the new year but hopefully at that time a lot of things have already unfolded a lot of truths have has come out so hopefully there'll be a lot to discuss a lot to talk about again happy holidays and happy new year and um i wish you all nothing but health prosperity love and just thank you thank you so much for everything like i don't know half you guys if not a lot of you guys and you guys support you like you comment you share And a year ago, I didn't think I'd be doing this podcast, let alone starting a GH page, Instagram page. So I'm just grateful for all the support and the love you guys show. And thank you so much. Bye.